The world around us is one of infinite mystery, and with every question we answer, new curiosities ignite. Join me on a journey as we delve into philosophy's biggest questions, from the nature of reality to the meaning of life. This is The Smile Project. In the 19th, in the 19th century, with the rise of must grant that from the moment they take on a popular form, they become something other, something other than what they were as hypothesis of scientific Entertainment comes in many forms. This is particularly obvious in the vast array of genres in media and literature. Some of the most common genres of entertainment are comedy, drama, or even romance. However, one genre that stands out slightly amongst the others is that of horror. The purpose of horror is to scare, unsettle, or simply disgust an audience. These are all feelings that we, in our daily lives, work to actively avoid. So why is it that people are so fascinated with horror? Is there a deeper science to it that we can unpack? Let's find out. The horror genre is one that has grown drastically in popularity over recent years. One indication of this trend is the box office success of horror films. According to data from Box Office Mojo, Horror movies have consistently been among the highest grossing films in recent years. For example, in 2019, the horror film It Chapter 2 was the third highest grossing film at the domestic box office, while in 2020, The Invisible Man was the fourth highest grossing film before the COVID-19 pandemic impacted the box office. Additionally, streaming platforms like Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Hulu have released a plethora of horror content in recent years, including original series and movies. Many of these titles have been well received by audiences and have contributed to the genre's popularity. There has also been an increase in horror-themed events and experiences, such as haunted houses and immersive horror shows, which suggests a growing interest in the genre. Furthermore, some of the most lucrative and critically acclaimed video games, including Capcom's Resident Evil series and Konami's Silent Hill series, are, as you guessed it, horror games. Not to mention, in horror literature, names like Stephen King, R.L. Stein, and Dean Kuntz still frequent the bestsellers charts across the globe for their works. So why do we subscribe to this unique brand of unsettling and disturbing entertainment? Perhaps science? can help us understand this puzzle. There are a number of theories as to why people so keenly seek out horror experiences, and many of these theories can help us to illuminate anthropological trends in humans. Indeed, through the analysis of mass-scale behavior and popular global interests, we can gather insights into commonalities of human desire, even if that desire is to be scared. One justification for our innate curiosity in the genre of horror can be attributed to our desire to experience the thrill of being scared. 
Many people enjoy the adrenaline rush that comes with being scared or thrilled. Horror movies, games, books, and experiences can provide a safe and controlled way to experience fear and excitement. This is similar to the thrills people seek out through activities such as skydiving or bungee jumping. There is something embedded within humans that compels them to engage in activities that push their emotions to the limits and extend their comfort zones. This is heavily linked to our deeply ingrained appetite for extremism. With tools at our disposal such as the internet, our pool of exposure to extreme media is more accessible than ever. This has led to people actively seeking out, recommending and sharing experiences that can only be found at the polar extremes of genre. There is also an argument to be made that humans take pleasure in exposing such experiences to others and having them reaffirm their claims. This is clearly evident in the popularity of ranking systems online. When considering this theory in the context of horror, people are often eager to find the scariest, goriest, or most unsettling media possible. Perhaps to push their own boundaries, or perhaps to claim their completion of such exposure. Another theory as to why people are so interested in horror is that they are compelled by the psychological exploration of the genre. You see, horror often delves into themes of the human psyche, such as fear, anxiety, and the unknown. Many people find these explorations intriguing and thought-provoking. They want to expose themselves to the aforementioned feelings and emotions, but without the consequences associated with experiencing them in real life. This is similar to the reason why people are often fascinated with the notion of death. They want to understand more about it, but from a distance. Another idea that is worth mentioning is the notion of escapism. Horror experiences can provide an escape from reality by immersing the viewer, reader, or indirect participant in a different world with its own rules and challenges. In this way, horror media can be sought to yield a contrasting excitement to the monotony or simplicity of daily life. Although it is highly likely that there are a great many reasons to justify why people choose to engage in the genre of horror, the last theory we will look into is that of catharsis. Catharsis is a term that refers to the process of releasing, and thereby providing relief from, strong or repressed emotions. It can be an emotional or psychological release that helps to alleviate tension, anxiety, or negative feelings. Catharsis can be seen as a type of emotional cleansing, where one can purge or release pent-up emotions that have been building up over time. Experiencing horror can be cathartic, allowing people to confront their own fears and anxieties in a controlled environment. Overall, the fascination with horror is complex and multifaceted, with different individuals being drawn to the genre for various reasons. All that we can conclude for certain is that given the popularity of the horror genre, it's not going away anytime soon. So what makes horror so terrifying? I mean, we know it's all fake, right? Well, there are actually many factors that contribute to the scare factor of horror. One of the most significant factors that makes horror scary 
is the fear of the unknown. The fear of what could be lurking in the dark, behind a closed door, or in the shadows. We, as humans, crave patterns and knowledge. To form patterns in the world around us, we need information. And when knowledge is stripped away from us, or withheld from us, we start to imagine all of the possible outcomes of a situation. When the context of that situation is entrenched in horror, we begin to exclusively explore the darkest paths before us, and in a way, create the fears for ourselves in our imagination. This factor is closely linked to the idea of suspense. Horror often relies on suspense to create fear, building tension through a slow build-up of events, music, and camera angles, creating a feeling of dread and anticipation. When suspense is implemented effectively, the audience will begin to want to see something, to have the monster jump out, or the ghost appear, if only to alleviate the tension of not knowing what, or when, the fright will come. Suspense is often the prerequisite for the next factor that can be utilized to make horror so scary, jump scares. Jump scares are sudden, unexpected moments of fright that are often accompanied by loud noise, such as the slamming of a door, or the sound of a scream. While they are sometimes classified as cheap scares, when implemented with precision and subtlety, jump scares can produce truly terrifying results. Psychological horror is also a key component that can be attributed to the palpable fear of horror. Psychological horror plays on the fears and anxieties of the human psyche, exploring themes such as loss, isolation, and madness. The most effective examples of psychological horror are those that tap into real fears that are deeply embedded within our being. Fear of death, isolation, or the abandonment of control, to name a few. For some individuals, it is the gore and violence that is most horrifying. Some horror works include graphic depictions of violence or gore, which can be shocking and disturbing to viewers. In film, subgenres such as body horror, made famous by the likes of Saw and Hostel, explore the extent of physical and psychological suffering one will endure if only to survive. Horror often features frightening monsters or villains that evoke a sense of real terror and danger. Some of the most effective antagonists in horror include Hannibal Lecter, played by the titular Anthony Hopkins, and Seth Brundle in The Fly, played by Jeff Goldblum. What sets these characters apart from other less memorable villains is their three-dimensional nature. By creating characters that have relatable flaws and sympathetic qualities, we, as the viewer, are challenged to step into their minds and ask ourselves how we might respond if confronted by similar situations to them. Ultimately, what makes horror scary is subjective and can vary from person to person. What one person finds scary may not have the same effect on another person. One thing that we can conclude for certain is that when horror is done well, it can leave a lasting impression on the mind. In fact, when horror is done well, it can shock to life a genetically embedded response system in humans. 
the fight or flight response. The fight or flight response is a biological response that prepares our bodies to either confront or escape from a perceived threat. It is an instinctual reaction that has evolved over time as a survival mechanism in response to danger. In the horror genre, the fight or flight response is often evoked by the scary or threatening situations depicted in horror movies, TV shows, and books. The genre plays on our natural fear responses and taps into our instincts to either fight the perceived threat or flee from it. When watching a horror movie or reading a horror book, the audience's fight or flight response is triggered through suspenseful scenes, jump scares, and disturbing imagery. The characters in these works are often in life-threatening situations, and the audience is emotionally invested in their survival. The fight or flight response is also connected to the concept of adrenaline, which is released in response to fear or stress. Adrenaline can increase heart rate, blood pressure, and respiratory rate, preparing the body to respond to danger. Horror works can provide a controlled way to experience this adrenaline rush, allowing audiences to feel scared or excited in a safe environment. So let's conclude this investigation with a brief summary. The natural curiosity that humans feel about the genre of horror, while strange, is actually perfectly understandable. You see, we are creatures encoded with a desire to seek out experiences and, in turn, learn from them. The world in which we inhabit is often free of the feelings evoked by horror media. Sure, there are things that we should really be actively scared of, like climate change, mass-scale poverty, systemic hate crimes, and the ongoing bloodshed of ceaseless war. But these fears are far from consequence-free. In fact, they are all common in that they have repercussions that can be utterly tragic and irreversible. And honestly, that's the biggest difference between the horror genre and real horror. Horror media enables humans to explore extreme emotions, witness violent interactions, and experience confronting imagery through the comforting lens of fiction. The horror genre also enables people to engage with the darkest of ideas and notions. Whether we like it or not, we, as humans, think dark thoughts. It's not beyond the realm of possibility to propose that people might indeed crave the exploration of these ideas. Perhaps observing these thoughts vivified in horror media normalizes the notion of thinking horrible things through creative and artistic representations of our darkest thoughts we may even find comfort and solace.